Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 59, Can I Get Pregnant While Breastfeeding? I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey, hey, hey there, friend. How are you? I hope you are still having an amazing summer. If it's not summer where you live or it's not summer when you are listening to this podcast, then that's okay. I hope it's still (laughs) a great time and nice weather wherever you live. And honestly, here in Utah, we could actually use a little bit of rain because we are going through a bit of a drought. So not too long ago, my kids heard some thunder outside and we never saw any rain come. So hoping for that. (laughs) Things are going great in your life. I'm so excited for this podcast episode today. This is going to be the beginning of a three-part series. I thought this would be so fun because I've had so many questions coming in on my Instagram, questions about lactation and how it relates to pregnancy. So there's a lot of different aspects of this topic to touch on. So I decided it would make most sense to just break it up into three different parts so that it's bite-sized for you. Because I don't know about you, but I have mom brain. (laughs) Do you too? I can only take in so much information at one time. So We're just going to take this one step at a time. Today, we are just going to focus on if you can get pregnant while you breastfeed. And then the next piece of the puzzle, we're going to break down how to breastfeed while you're pregnant, how to decide if that's even a good option for you. And then the last topic that we'll talk about to kind of finish things up is if birth control can wreck your supply and what some possibly good options for birth control is while you are breastfeeding. So I think we're going to hit this from all different sides. (laughs) We're going to answer all your questions. But of course, if after this three-part series, you still have questions about the relationship between breastfeeding and pregnancy, then hey, that's when you shoot me an email or a DM on Instagram. And so many of you do. I love so much being able to connect with you all. It's so fun to get feedback, especially. And I love, love, love when a review comes in. So I wanted to read an old review and then an update that one of my sweet listeners left recently. Um, This is from Chiavin11. So she um, originally left this review that says, I am currently 31 weeks pregnant with my second baby. 
I am due March 7th with my first baby I wanted to breastfeed for a year. However, due to, you guessed it, sore nipples, I gave up. I did not do any research prior to breastfeeding my son, and this time around I wanted to get all the information I was so desperately lacking. Brie is incredible at explaining her Instagram, um, and her Instagram is also another wonderful resource. Life update. My baby is now five months old and I am exclusively breastfeeding. So good. I love it when you guys come back and give me an update. So let's get back to the review. <laughs> I listened to this podcast religiously. Although doctors told me to give up due to chronic migraines, I learned new positions and the migraines have stopped. This podcast teaches you helpful ways to nurse as well as pump, going back to work, etc. She also teaches you how to better advocate for yourselves. I have recommended this incredible podcast to all my new mama friends. Oh my gosh, thank you so, so much. I hope I'm saying your name right. I kind of have a tricky name to pronounce as well. People sometimes say Brian. <laughs> I get Brianna all the time. Um, sometimes even just something completely out of left field like Brittany. So I always try really hard to pronounce everyone's name right, whether I'm meeting with you for a consult or I just know you in any way. So if I'm saying your name wrong, <laughs> please come and tell me and make sure that I am pronouncing it right um, because that's super important to me. So anyway, thank you so, so much for leaving that review. That means so much. I love getting feedback and hearing what you are loving and what's working for you. And I wanted to give you a little life update for myself. Tomorrow is my glucose test at the birth center that I am working with, with the group of midwives that I'm working with. And um, this is kind of interesting because before, when I've taken my glucose test, I've gone to the laboratory at the hospital. They've given me the drink. Um, I've sat down and drank it. I've waited 45 minutes. They've drawn my blood sugar um, twice, two different times. I believe they drew my blood sugar. Can you tell? I can't remember. It's been six, eight, and 10 years <laughs> since I have um, last done that. But I just remember sitting in the laboratory forever waiting for my results for the blood glucose and waiting to be able to even have it done. But this time, the birth center that I am at, they gave me my glucose drink at my last appointment, and I've just kept it in my fridge all this time. And they said, 45 minutes before you come in for your next appointment, just drink this, and then we will take your labs, and we'll also check for things like vitamin D and make sure everything's looking good, and it's just going to be super quick and easy, and we'll do it all here in the birth center, which feels just like a really cozy, cozy little office. And so that's been a really interesting experience to have um, it be so different with doing my glucose test this time around. I'll have to let you know how it goes once I'm actually done. Um, I'm 27 going on 28 weeks. And so that's a pretty normal time to have your glucose test done. Also sadly means that I am coming out of my second trimester, which honestly flew by. First trimester was so, so slow. 
painfully, painfully slow. Second trimester has seemed to just fly by, honestly. And don't worry, I know what's coming next. Third trimester is no walk in the park. I'm going to start feeling very large, very hard to move, but it means that I'm getting closer and closer to delivery, which I cannot wait for. I would deliver tomorrow if I could. I wouldn't want to deliver a, you know, 27 week old baby. (laughs) No, thank you. But um, I would like a full term baby tomorrow if that'd be possible. I know it's not possible, but one can dream, right? (laughs) All right. I know that you didn't come here today to listen to me just chat about my own life. You came to learn about if you can get pregnant while you breastfeed. I think this is such a good topic because there's so many misconceptions around this, even with healthcare providers. Yes, even your OBGYN may not know the most accurate information when it comes to lactation because um, that's not their job. <laughs> Your healthcare provider is not trained on lactation. If I could say that, just yell it from the rooftops every day, day in and day out, I could. And honestly, like, why do we expect them to? They're so smart about so many different things. We can't expect them to be the experts on breastfeeding and lactation. That's why we have IBCLCs so that you do have someone who is trained on lactation. And of course, anything shared on this podcast is never medical advice, but I'm just here to share with you what has been shown in studies and what we do know on lactation. And then from there, of course, you can take this information and make the best choice for your family because this isn't going to look the exact same for every family. It's going to look a little bit different for everyone. So um, here we go. Let's just jump right into it. So you may have heard before um, a myth, and that's what we're going to start with. Um, tip number one is breastfeeding is not birth control. Kind of. (laughs) Is that confusing or what? (laughs) But here's the thing. Exclusive breastfeeding actually has been shown to be a really excellent form of birth control, but there are certain things that must take place in order for breastfeeding to actually make it so that you cannot get pregnant. And of course, this isn't a hundred percent guarantee because exclusive breastfeeding by itself is 98 to 99.5 effective in preventing pregnancy as long as the following conditions are met. Okay. So this little part I took from Kelly mom, um, it's called fertility and breastfeeding. If you want to search for it, And I'm going to read that part again because it's really important. So it said exclusive breastfeeding by itself is 98 to 99.5% effective. Okay, that's really effective in preventing pregnancy as long as the following conditions are met. Okay, so what are those conditions? Number one, your baby has to be less than six months old. Okay, 
and I'll explain why. Number two, your menstrual period has to have not returned yet. Okay. Number three, your baby has to be breastfeeding on cue both day and night. Yes, nighttime feeds are very important with this. And your baby gets nothing, nothing, nothing but breast milk and maybe small amounts of food. But for most of you, you're not going to be introducing solids until six months of age anyway. Okay. So basically what this is saying is you have to breastfeed often without restricting time. Okay. You are just breastfeeding on cue around the clock. Whenever your baby's interested, you offer the rest and you have to do those two things in order to rely on breastfeeding as a form of birth control. So nursing through the night, very important with this. If you are relying on breastfeeding as a form of birth control, you have to nurse through the night. You cannot go long chunks of time between feeds. Once you start giving your baby solids, again, usually around six months, right? Your chance of fertility goes up. So how can you combat that? Always give breast milk first, solid second, which really that's a good rule to follow from six to 12 months anyway. Breast milk first, solid second. You may also want to consider avoiding pacifiers and bottles. Um, again, if you want to use breastfeeding to avoid getting pregnant. All right. <laughs> so... Again, keep your baby close, feed on demand day and night, avoid bottles and pacifiers. And then here's some things that you can expect. Okay. This is what Kelly mom tells us that your chance of pregnancy is practically zero during the first three months. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. Those are pretty good odds, right? Zero sounds pretty good in the first three months. Then between three and six months, your chance is still less than 2% for getting pregnant. And then after six months, you um, have about a 6% chance of getting pregnant. Now that's assuming that your period has not returned. Okay, when is normal for your period to return? The womanly art of breastfeeding states that most moms will resume their periods between 9 and 18 months after their baby's birth. So the average time actually turns out to be about 14.6 months from the birth of your baby, from your period starting again. Now, again, that's going to look so different. Some people say, oh my gosh, mine started so soon. It started right away. And others will say, oh, it didn't start till after two years, till after my baby's second birthday. So again, that's going to look so different for everyone, but that will help at least give you a good idea. So... Um, moms whose cycles returned early tend to not be fertile for the first few cycles. Okay. And then on the flip side, moms whose cycles return later are more likely to ovulate before their first period. <laughs> so can you see how this is not a one size fits all? It's going to look a little bit different for everyone. So again, can you get pregnant before you ever have your first menstrual cycle? Yes, you can. It's not very likely. It's not highly likely, but it can happen. Okay. Tip number two is cramps can happen before your period starts. It is not uncommon 
for moms who are breastfeeding to start feeling some cramps or PMS-type symptoms um, before their period even starts. And this can happen weeks or months before their period returns. So, you know, this is kind of just your body gearing up, getting ready for your period to start again, for your fertility chances to go up. But breastfeeding is still delaying the return of your fertility. So one study, this is a really interesting study that I found. It showed that mothers who were separated from their babies but still expressed breast milk to provide 100% breast milk for their baby. So this could look like a mom who is exclusively pumping and is separated from their baby. They had a higher risk of pregnancy. It was 5.2% during the first six months. Really interesting, right? Okay, I want to finish up this tip number two with a pro tip. Um, <laughs> this is always an interesting conversation. Sometimes families will reach out to me and say, oh my gosh, I've noticed, a, noticed this huge dip in my supply. I'm not making nearly as much breast milk anymore. I haven't been sick. Nothing has changed. What's going on? One thing you might want to consider is taking a pregnancy test. <laughs> because your supply can dip when you are pregnant. And I know you may want to hear more about that, but stay tuned. I'm going to really dive deep into that on next week's episode. So hold off there. But for now, let's move on to tip number three. And it's you do not necessarily need to wean to get pregnant. Now, again, this is going to look different from family to family. For example, if you do in vitro fertilization, IVF, right? Heard of that before? Then your goals and decisions to continue to breastfeed while trying to get pregnant are going to look very different than a family who quickly and naturally conceives. So you may make different decisions based on your life experiences and how easily you have been able to conceive in the past. And now this can be really emotional because parents can feel very conflicted. They want to provide breast milk for their baby who is still breastfeeding. They don't want to not meet the needs of that child who is in their arms <laughs> Um, but they also are hoping for a future child and they can feel really torn between those two things. And of course, that is going to come down again to a very personal decision. Now, you may be saying, okay, I have a toddler that's breastfeeding. How often do I need to breastfeed that will allow me to be able to get pregnant? Well, there's no magic number. It's going to look so different for everyone. Um, some will stretch out how often they feed their toddler, how often they breastfeed their toddler, or they will shorten how long they allow their toddler to be at the breast to make it easier to conceive. But most families just naturally go through this process because as toddlers do get older, they do often um, nurse less frequently and for shorter periods of time. And so it's just something that naturally works out on its own. So a lot of people can just kind of wait and let nature take its course and, um, and it just kind of all comes together for them in that way. Now, if you are looking to bring back your fertility a bit faster, 
making some changes in your um, breastfeeding um, times is going to help that fertility come back faster. So for example, if you cut out a daytime feed abruptly, um, then that is going to bring back your fertility faster than gradually decreasing the nursing time for that session. Okay. And of course, anytime that you're cutting out um, one feed, I do always recommend to do it slow. <laughs> That's always best for your breasts just to avoid things like clogged ducts, mastitis, all those sort of things. So um, some other abrupt changes could be if your toddler suddenly starts sleeping through the night or starts eating more solid foods. Um, all of these things can make a big change in your fertility patterns. So the most important thing that decides your fertility is how often your your baby or your toddler is nursing throughout the day. The more um, frequently that they are at the breast and the more time that they spend the breast in 24 hours is way more important than the time of day that your baby breastfeeds. So the main point of this is that while a few moms do find it near impossible to get pregnant while they're breastfeeding, it's not that common. Most people are able to get pregnant just fine while they are still breastfeeding an older an older child. Okay, last little tip here before we wrap up. If you're wondering whether breastfeeding will affect the the um the ability for you to take a pregnancy test, um, it's not going to affect it at all. You're going to be just fine. A pregnancy test actually tests for the hormone HCG, and that can be tested for in your blood or, or your urine, depending on how you're doing a pregnancy test. But your placenta will start releasing HCG as soon as implantation occurs. So your pregnancy is going to be detected just the same whether you're breastfeeding or not. So phew, go ahead and just wipe that concern right off your plate. <laughs> not a big deal. So nice to know, right? So again, those top three tips today are number one, breastfeeding is not birth control, kind of. <laughs> Tip number two was cramps can happen before your period even starts again. And tip number three was you do not necessarily need to wean to get pregnant. All right. Does that sound good? <laughs> Are you feeling a little bit more confident when um, you come up against the decision between, oh, do we need to wean in order to get pregnant? Hopefully that helps point you in the right direction. Again, this is going to be a decision that comes down to you, your significant other, your toddler who's still breastfeeding. It's going to be a family decision that's going to look so different from family to family. Are you so excited for next week's? I can't wait to talk more about this. Again, this was part one in the series of the relationship between lactation and pregnancy. I can't wait to come back and tell you more. Also, another exciting thing, my personalized pumping plans should be opening soon. They are currently closed. 
But they will be opening shortly after the dropping of this podcast episode. But if you want to be the first to know when my pumping plans are opening again, of course, I always let my email list, my crew know first. They will also get an exclusive discount code because I always like to take care of you when you um, subscribe to getting my emails. Also, I've revamped my newsletter, my monthly newsletter, and it is so cute, so helpful. It's short, sweet to the point. It's very rare that I email you more than once or twice a month. Sometimes it's just once a month that I email you. So, hey, come and join me on my email list. I love helping you to crush your breastfeeding goals. And of course, I'm going to leave you with you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are a good friend to all. Have a great week and we'll talk with you more next time. Bye. Bye.